0: You're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly
1: on our own point of view. You're listening to SWOTOR Reforged. Suoto Reforged is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, affordable earbuds for your smartphone or MP3 device. Engineered for awesome sound clarity and durability, starting at $19.95. Choose from four styles and six different colors. Use the code off the record for 30% off, free shipping, and a lifetime warranty. All at TweakedAudio.com. Hey everyone, welcome back on the ship. Strap yourself in. Swotor Force is taking off. I am Jedi Master Evarwin. Today's record date is Monday, September 17th. Look left, look right. Keep all of your appendages inside because we're going to light speed. First mate, Louis Olan, and our lore master is here with us. What's going on, man?
2: Not much. Thank you, kind sir, for the warm welcome. Hello, everyone in the chat room. Yes, Please keep all small children strapped into their seats. We're about to pull that lever and we're going to hit the tunnel.
1: Here we go. And that guy running back and forth trying to fix stuff on the ship and kicking our ship droid with his hydro spanner is
3: Sith Lord Corv, Fred Woodley. I love the smell of fear in the evening. (laughs) 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 You're weird.
1: I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's it's great to be back, and it's it's great to have you all with us. Chat room is here, and uh, we're all having a good time. So let's let's get into the, uh, how do we say, the, the death sticks and the blue milk of this podcast.
2: Mm, my favorite.
1: Nummy. Nummy. Uh, as always, this show is brought to you by Tweaked Audio, tweakedaudio.com. We'll get into them a little later on in the show. But they are the creators of some pretty awesome earbuds. So if you're in the market, definitely check out TweetAudio.com. We'll get into that later in the show, of course. Um, we have breaking news. Do we not, gentlemen? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> from across the galaxy. Way above out there from the outer rim. Oh, there, Tatooine coming in. <laughs> this, is, this is quite cheeky. <laughs> Yes, I. Yes, it is. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Um, as I lay back in my captain's chair here, excuse the uh, squeak. <laughs> um, okay, so so basically, now I'd like to I'd like to save this for um, the the Holonet news, but it's it's y- you can't it it can't wait until Wednesday um, because it's happening tomorrow, and that is server consolidations on uh, Tuesday, September eighteenth. Servers are getting consolidated, guys. Have you have you heard anything about this at all? Lou or Fred?
2: Yeah, heard about it. Well, actually read about it a little while ago on the forums.
1: Yeah. All right, uh, so here, what basically what's going on is um, BioWare announced like an eight-long server maintenance for, for Tuesday. All right? And they announced this earlier, earlier today. And people started like going crazy thinking 1, 1.4 was about to drop, which quickly got like, you know, pushed under the carpet, BioWare, you know, threw out a, you know, a, an answer on the forums, um, saying that no, 1.4 is not coming out. And then like hours later, they, they push out this, um, this news post announcing server consolidation. So I'm just going to read this off for, uh, for everyone. So we, so there's no, no confusion as to what's going on. Um, because as you're listening to the show, we might either, be in the middle of of the uh, the server maintenance, which is supposedly taking eight hours, or you might be at work and it just ended and you haven't gotten back home yet to check out Tor and see what's going on with it. So, so let's just give it out as, as, as it's written here. Um, so they say, hi everyone. Earlier this summer, we launched the free character transfer program, which offered players the option to transfer their characters from specific origin servers to selected destination servers. Following the success of the free character transfer program and after closely monitoring server populations, we have now taken the next step in our ongoing server population balancing process. We have upgraded destination servers in order to support a significantly higher number of players. As of tomorrow, all characters on origin servers will be automatically moved onto the upgraded high population destination Servers. By centralizing our player populations on these high pop destination servers, we feel that you can, that we can offer our players the best possible experience on tour. And the letter does go on, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get uh, too far, too far into it. Um, I'm sure you have, you know, a bunch of different questions, but the, uh, the fact is, is, <clears throat> um, they are in fact moving servers consolidating them to larger, already, uh, you know, predetermined high-population destination servers. Um, Lou, what can, you, what can you add to this?
2: Well, they did talk about this a long time ago in terms of, I believe it was at the GILS or shortly thereafter, where they mm-hmm. talked about the concept of the, the mega-servers. All right, the super-servers, in which they wanted to allow a, a higher-capacity server where they have God or a such a robust population, but it was always they mentioned it as an aside. Yeah. But they let players know, and now this is it. I, I this is the project come to fruition. So here we go.
1: Here we are. They've got yeah.
2: It, yeah, they've got it in place. They're set to do it. And by gosh, we're, we're doing it tomorrow.
1: <laughs> now, um, this this came out today, and and neither one of us was really able to kind of like put our heads together and sort of get our our collective. Um, Collaboration, our our collective uh, ideas on this. I mean, Fred, did you did you have
3: anything that you wanted to add regarding this? I'm happy that it came out and it came out so quickly. Yeah, that's one of the things we really need to get the community back where it should be strong and vibrant. Yeah. Oh, without a
1: doubt. I mean, um, I've been noticing that the LFG system is is it's great to have in the game, but but you know, people aren't using it. Because the the queue times for for the LFG system have just been, you know, ridiculous. And um, obviously when less and less people use the LFG system, the queue times go even higher to the point where you can be on the game for hours and it'll never pop. Which is what happened to me um, earlier in the week. You know, so, I mean, this this kind of thing is, I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. Because with a higher, more centralized population... On my server, I'm going to be able to get those 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 queue times I'm looking forward to. So um, we're on Candorous Ordo, and uh, I guess after tomorrow we're going to be on Jedi Covenant.
2: Moving from the big CO to the big JC. The big JC. And they're not
1: letting me move until when? <laughs> which uh, Which server is your, is your guy Jedi on? Jedi Covenant. It's on Jedi Covenant. Yeah, yeah. So it, it says right here
3: <laughs> they've got. Uh,
1: <laughs> if you're cur- if you're curious, guys, if you're curious as to to see which which server you're you're heading off to, they um uh the website has a great link. It brings up this window called the Server Consolidation Matrix, and it tells you all the origin servers, and then it it's got a little arrow going to its destination server. So it's it's a great little table. Um. Very intuitive. And uh, it's nice to know that Jedi Covenant will be going to Jedi Covenant. <laughs> <laughs> in, case <you're> <laughs> in case you were wondering. In case you were wondering. I love how every single one of the destination servers is listed as the first origin server in the list on the left. <laughs> Shadowlands is going to the Shadowlands. The Ebonhawk is going to the Ebonhawk. <laughs>
2: No, you're not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's going on with uh, Jung Ma, Venzalo, and Ajunta Paul?
2: <laughs> what is
1: up with that? There's. Jung Ma is the destination server, and Venzalo and Ajunta Paul are, are heading over there, and that's the only two.
2: Uh, those might be the RP servers.
1: Either the RP or.
2: Or the TV servers.
1: I'm, I'm thinking those might be the Aussie ones. I'm thinking that oh,
2: might the oceanic ones, yeah, might huh.
1: be. It might very well be, or at least, yeah,
2: part of it, maybe. I
1: don't know. Well, in any event, um, go to forward uh, slash transfer if you're uh, looking to get uh, access to that table. It's, it's a great table, like I said, very, very intuitive. Really takes the uh, the questions out of um, out of out of out of the mind. It answers all those questions, and uh, if you've got more questions. You also have a link here for the frequently asked uh, questions regarding the uh, server consolidation. They've got a they've got a FAQ up for it as well. So so there you go. Um, if you're part of those those servers who are merging tomorrow is your day and good luck. Enjoy your new home. There it is. Um, all right, let's get into our weekend in game. Fred, why don't we uh, why don't we start off with you, man? How's your week been?
3: Well, I spent the majority of my week actually playing on the PTS this week. Mm-hmm. I actually remade my Sith Warrior, my main, like gave him the same name and everything, made him look the same, and then I started playing through the content. And in about two days' time, I was level 23 on Nar Shaddaa. Okay. So I think, I think I did okay. Yeah. How was Nar Shaddaa? Empty. Really the most people I've seen on any planet on the PTS was four people on Balmora. Wow. Jeez.
1: Now uh, don't, what...
3: don't need to worry about fighting for mobs. <laughs> yeah, they're all right there.
1: <laughs> cool. Um what's been going on on the PTS? Like uh, what what are they what were they what were, I mean I know they're they're chant, they're uh, they're doing the 1.4 thing but I mean have you Accessed any of any of that, or, or found any like little special features that that's coming in the 1.4 thing? Um, like for example, uh, one guy noticed that they're they're uh, testing out the character uh, slots. They're they're putting in up to twelve, I think, now, which is up on the PTS. Did you happen to yes. notice anything like
3: that? Well, I only made the one character, so I haven't noticed any slot expansions. But I did notice the companion where you can hide their head slot and match them to the chest. And this oh. is before I even read any patch notes or anything. I was just playing around and I actually found that feature. That's awesome. So How does it work? Does it look good? It, it's just like the player one, only when you click on your companion tab, that little chest icon is on the companion tab now too. Okay. Oh, you just,
2: <laughs> yeah, awesome.
3: you just click it and they have a little option to deselect head... Hide head slot item and match to chest. Thank God. Ugh.
1: Um. Yeah. Kira has been in this ridiculous headpiece that I I don't really use her much because obviously, you know, my main uh, Jedi Knight tanks. And so I use Doc as my as a healer. So I don't really use Kira much anymore. So she's had this ridiculous headpiece stuck on her head for like the last 20 levels. And. I've been trying to like get her out of it, but everything else that I see that's an upgrade looks even worse. <laughs> and not that it yeah, is worse; it's just I've gotten used to this ridiculous headpiece. She looks like the flying nun <laughs> from that old series. Yeah, you back know what
2: the thing I really don't like: <laughs> Jedi consular headgear. It's like am I Sally Field, <laughs> flying away in the breeze?
3: <laughs> yeah, Betty yeah. Betty White, all dressed up for church. <laughs>
1: It's 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 ridiculous, and I've just gotten used to it. So I now anything else that looks worse, I'm just like, ah, God, I can't even, you know. Like, I'll just keep this stupid thing. So it's it's in there, and it's it's cool, and it works, right?
3: Yes, it, it works very well. Awesome. Because I was doing the Sith Warrior, and my Quinn was looking like a clown, and I pressed the button, and it made all his gear white, and it matched perfectly, just like the player one. <laughs>
1: cool. Very cool. Awesome. Um, Great. All right. What else you got for us,
3: Fred? Well, I've just been on there actually reporting every bug that I've ever noticed since the game launched. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm testing my theory to see if the ones that get reported on the test server are the highest priority ones, as opposed to bugs that get reported on live. Okay. And how's that going? Well, I, I don't know yet. Because it's only been a couple of days. <laughs> okay. But, I thought this I was mean, like there's a there's long- just little things like the Jedi Knight. How the title "Knight of the Republic" doesn't have a comma. Okay. Little stuff like that. That's tr- trying too- to get that addressed because hopefully that you figure that'd be something, and um, that they could just comma and get that out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Fred, are you a grammar Nazi?
3: Is that is that what this is all about? It's like an obsessive compulsive thing. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Now, geez, I realized like that could, geez, I, I hope I didn't offend anyone with that. That, could, <laughs> that, that <laughs> might have been like an, in, an insensitive term. I, uh, I apologize. Um, I didn't mean it in, in that way. <laughs> but but uh, Send
2: all hate mail to at author. At Elder Scrolls
1: <laughs> off the record at gmail.com. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't go doing that. <laughs> People do it. Um, do they yeah they do <laughs> they do it happens <laughs> Cool. and we always get um because fred said so like at the very bottom of the email it, it's <laughs> it's it's right there it's I, I, I think we got a one-star review one time because of that we absolutely did and i think joe wanted to run you through with his derb alert server
2: <laughs> oh my oh my god uh, uh lou what
3: about
1: you what's what's going on you for the week
2: Oh, where to begin? <laughs> where to begin? <laughs> well, I went back to try to finish off uh, some more quests and dailies with uh, my Sith Sorcerer. And right now, I've made it my mission with this character to get a better look. And I mean better ge- better looking gear. Because I never really liked the gear from the start of this class. Okay. So I've been hitting the Trade Network... Every chance I get or depending which of my 50s I'm on, I'm always asking the fleet, you know, if anyone has a tailor that can make these inquisitor <laughs> pants because <laughs> I already had the pilot pants doing the space missions. But it, it, that, you know, overall, the look doesn't uh, isn't what I have in mind. My sister sorcerer. right. So is this? I, 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 I'm still looking.
1: Is this a continuation I mean, you know, of, uh, of last week's uh, fashion Fashion Sense with Fred?
2: Yes. Yes, it is. It's not dying. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's never going away.
3: <laughs> Apparently, it's turning into Fashion Mom. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently.
2: But I say, one day, I'm going to find those damn pants for sale on the GTA.
1: <laughs> Guys, if anyone out there on Ordo, uh or soon-to-be Jedi Covenant would like to um, sell their pants to, to Lou... <laughs>
2: Right. Actually, These my... These hold over so I get the campaign pants.
3: <laughs> my Inquisitor is actually a synth weaver and has some decent-looking patterns. Well, you're we'll, going to be on my server tomorrow. We'll all be. <laughs> yeah. As of tomorrow, yeah, we're all exactly. on the same like, server. As tomorrow, it'll make it so much easier. <laughs> Don't worry. For- I'm sure you can work things out with rich Jedi Mastery Varwin to compensate me. <laughs>
1: I don't mind doing business with the other side, gentlemen, as long as we keep the credits rolling in, you know?
2: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of credits. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> just as, this is easy to make credits in a game. And it's just as easy to spend it. Yes. I, just the other day, and actually part of this morning, I went through almost 500,000 credits <laughs> on my operative. Wow. Just uh, buying additional augment kits, the augments themselves, and of course paying the damn fee. At yeah. the augment station, <laughs> for oh, upgrades. Man. Well, two
1: weeks ago, I dropped uh, three hundred thousand just upgrading Doc's uh, gear. So, I could definitely see that.
2: Yeah, and you know, the beautiful thing is, you know, five days of just doing all the dailies on Bell Savas, uh mm-hmm. Corilia, and Black Hole, and on Ilum, and I'll see the money again. <laughs> Not a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's see that's that's the one thing about about spending. All that money. See, that's why I dropped three hundred thousand on Doc because it's not like, you know, uh, some of these some of these other games. You 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 raise that um, that amount of gold in the game, and you're not going to see that again for you know three four months. You'll see this back. That'll get replenished within a couple of days yeah. if you're slow I about mean, it.
2: Exactly. I mean, as Patrick noted in last week's game guide on Wednesday. Yeah. You know, if you're doing all the dailies, you're going to get at, at the minimum two hundred thousand oh, yeah. credits. You know, and that's not including the junk that you're selling to vendors as well.
1: Oh yeah. That's just actually when I when I read that um when I read that off last week, it, it really seemed like it was kind of a conservative number too, because if you consider, you know, the uh the all the stuff that you loot and then additionally, like you just said, the stuff you're selling, it really works out to be, you know, almost double, right, Fred? I mean it is didn't you say something, oh. Fred? Like a couple of weeks ago, like you just between all that, it, it ends up being almost like three to
3: th- almost four hundred. Yeah, you can get three fifty easily with all the stuff you're selling if you mm-hmm. do all the dailies, including the group ones. Exactly. But that's one thing that Bioware did really well with this game, mm-hmm. is that you don't really need a lot of money because you don't really burn through it that quickly. I mean, you could spend a lot of it, but you make it back in a day. They put the resources there for you to get money quickly, so when you need it, you can do dailies, but you don't need to sink in a whole lot of money every day.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: you're right. They did do a really good job with that. Love that. No money grind. Exactly. So what else,
2: Lou? Well, as we all heard about the news tomorrow, really hoping Bioware will allow us more character slots very soon. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, you know, I'm playing my gunslinger as well. Got her up to sixteen and I would really well not it's not gonna make a difference because yeah, all my characters would probably be together on the same server. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, because my gunslinger was originally on Julio. <laughs> so now she's getting moved over to JC and hopefully, yes, if all goes well, I'll have access to her as well. Remember when we They're first good. moved Candor's order, I had to make that hard choice to get rid of my soul my low level tunes and my gunslinger was one of the ones to go, so but it's class so much. I made another one, and tomorrow she'll still be viable. Thank the gaming gods.
1: <laughs> thank you, Bioware.
2: <laughs> yes, thank you, Bioware. And you know, I'll, I'll get this character on that server so I can show Liz that my smuggler is sexier than hers.
3: <laughs> oh my! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be a cat fight. Yeah, there is. I think Jedi uh, Covenant <laughs> <laughs> in the sorrow Black Pit.
1: <laughs> it definitely definitely is going to be I yeah think, it us be uh,
2: dirty kicking every chance she gets
1: she's just looking for you right now i can guarantee you that
2: yeah <laughs> Look dirty at kick you right there it's on just, now just, just spam that button left and right
1: <laughs> so i guess i'll i'll mention um my my new bounty hunter uh later on af- after we're, we're we're uh, getting into the Sith Smackdown, <laughs> 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 aptly titled by Fred. Um, this week, my Jedi Knight—I haven't really had a chance to do much with him uh, between between work and and um, scheduling—but I was able to get some PvP done. Managed to get to Valor rank seven, actually, in one match.
2: Very nice. Yeah. Nice. I
1: don't know if that's good or or bad or on par.
3: I don't know, it's actually pretty good, is it yeah, yeah, that's pretty good.
2: It's pretty normally
3: good. you get two valor ranks if you win starting out mm-hmm. and to get seven and from one match, that's pretty good,
1: okay, cool. I think I had like ten kills, and um for the Republic side, it was I think I was about halfway
3: up the the
1: the window there, you know, where they show you the the match thing. I think, I think Mm -hmm. the guy who had the most kills was around 20. So, I thought that was pretty decent.
3: Yeah, that's exceptional for somebody that doesn't spend their entire gameplay PvPing. No, that was the second time I've ever done it. Like, that's what I mean. That's an exceptional job to kill 10 people in one match. Yeah. Cool.
1: Cool. So, yay for me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Evar. Thanks. Good job. Pat on the back.
1: you're not just saying that because I'm steering the ship and you're afraid like I'm going to you know, let everyone out in in space, right? No, <laughs> uh,
3: see, the way Sith roll, I would happily force choke you for us to crash into an asteroid. Thank, thank you very much.
1: Hey, uh, Lou, can you pass me the blue milk, please?
2: <laughs> sure, have some.
3: Oh, thank you very what? much. Want a death stick? <laughs> no, I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just use that milk sparingly because I don't want to go out and milk the gungan again for a while. <laughs> milk
0: the oh. gungan <laughs>
2: Oh! Me, don't want no milking. Milk the gungan. What a gungan. Hor- horrific, horrific mental image that just part in my head right now. <laughs> oh my
1: god! I don't even want to. No, we're moving on. Because <laughs> knowing Fred, he milks the gungan with his teeth.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I use the force. Thank you. Okay, better. Much better. In order to milk a gungan, you must squeeze them around the throat until their face turns blue and then the goo comes out.
1: <laughs> Misa <laughs>
2: That's
3: just awkward.
2: Why <laughs> that's gone beyond uh, cheeky.
3: Uh, oh my god. I'm a checker. Don't even ask for two percent.
1: No. Oof. So, uh, my consular, Abby, I, I spent some time with her and, uh, finally cleared out Taris. Happy about nice. that. Nice. Yes. And it's, uh, off to Nar Scooped up some, uh, some new boots. These boots are, uh, these boots are meant for walking and DPSing because it's got a lot of willpower on it. Nice. Are they orange? No. Uh, no, unfortunately, they were not. I spent my, uh, Taris comms before I ran out to, uh, Nar and um, I picked up, you know, whatever was the best upgrade, and just happened to be some some boots. So, oh,
3: not me, man. When I get Terrace Comms, Terrace is one of the planets that has orange weapons, yeah. so it doesn't matter what character I'm on. I'm buying the orange weapon.
1: I was looking around for him. I didn't. I didn't find any. Where should I have been looking?
3: On the fleet? Yeah, I did go to the fleet. That's where I. That's where I got. You my. know, it, it might be inverse because you hit the planets a different order. Check your Balmora vendor on Republic. That one might be your orange weapon vendor. Okay.
1: That sounds about right because I do remember getting, getting orange gear around Balmora.
3: Yeah, I just know, my Empire neighbor. side, when you do Terrace, I always spend them columns to get orange weapons, so it's probably on your Balmora vendor. Okay, and now, Terrace, for, for you guys, that's, what, 30s? Around there?
2: Usually yeah, about the high uh, t- 20s. Yeah, high 20s, low 30s.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah, it it's literally switched around. We hit Terrace when you hit Balmora. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Alright, yeah, I'll, okay, so at least I didn't Miss anything that I was, I was actually doing it right for the first time.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're doing fine.
1: <laughs> Hit level 21 on my, uh, on my little, on my little girl there, my Mary Allen, consular. She's level 21 now.
2: Well, I, I mean, switch. technically,
3: Evar, if you were doing it right, she'd be an inquisitor. <laughs> no! Wow. You know <laughs> what? I'm just going to use four stasis on you right now. And <laughs>
1: Right. Take that hydro spanner in the airlock. I think, uh, something needs tightening up.
3: (laughs) Oh, it's that Gungan. I got a milk. (laughs) Oh,
1: and legacy level nine. That was totally awesome for me. Wasn't expecting it. I was just running around doing my thing. And then, uh, boom, legacy level nine. I was like, woot. Serious woot. Hey, for me. Yes. So I was excited. That's awesome.
3: I just hope that they add in some rewards soon for those different legacy levels. Cause they seem to tune to all of the, the ones for that range down to be like level four legacy.
1: Yeah.
3: All right. Um,
1: this is a, a first for us entitled the Sith Smackdown. Let's, uh, let's get into this a little bit. I'm excited about this. So the Sith Smackdown is basically our, our challenge. For, for Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, every single week, we are now going to challenge you. You're going to make a new character. Most of the time, we might mix it up, but for now, you're going to make a new character. Try and do the challenge with your new character, and then when the character is done, or when it dies, or the challenge is done, you delete that character. That's it. It's basically how this whole thing is, is going gonna, is gonna to work out. So last week, we had the beginner challenge. Any class level through the first planet without upgrading any of your equipment um, now for me I made I made a bounty hunter and uh, I literally got him up to level three got overwhelmed and died <laughs> <laughs> is this the
3: Diablo show again <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, it doesn't get any better from Diablo off the record to Swotor Reforged. (laughs) The epic (laughs) fail just continues in my gameplay.
3: (laughs) It was. I'm not. I'm not quite sure what to say, born, because at level three you shouldn't even have any upgrades yet. It it was it was so embarrassing. It really was. I
1: did, I did the one quest where you know you you end up. Having to, well, let's put it this way. Uh, You approach a father about his son. The mother has given you the quest to get the son back because she wants him to go to Koromon, And the father doesn't want that to happen for his son. You have the option of either killing him or, you know, doing the light side thing, which I never do. I always kill the dad. You know the quest I'm talking about?
3: Yeah. I just like to see that little kid cry because of his haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Who gives their kid that haircut? It's ridiculous. Someone who clearly <laughs> hates their child and wants them to uh, grow up with a lot of hate in their heart and become a sitcom obviously.
2: Obviously that's You're on the right start then. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that kid's going to come back and force choke his mother. Probably. I wouldn't put you it past him.
2: Full haircut. What's wrong with you?
3: <laughs> well, so, I mean, you can't tell me that that dad killed Jubarun because there's no actual fight there. No.
1: No, that's not no. I'm just letting you know where I was. <laughs> so so i do I do I do the end of that quest right I, I shoot the father, the kid goes running, uh, running crying off somewhere uh, back to his mommy, and then um there's a, a phased instance just like right down the hole, so I go running into that thing, and all of a sudden, like all these guys just pop out of nowhere and start shooting at me <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, like, ugh. so I start you know firing back, and that it just I just got overwhelmed. And I died. So I was like, "Okay, well, I guess that's
3: the end of my challenge." <laughs> I think that's like the level five quest area. <laughs> you ran in there at level three, and like that whole army of that smugglers' team would just started attacking you. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I just like I just totally like Leroy Jenkins the whole thing. Like I just ran right in, and I like I saw the two guys over there, and I was thinking. What I'm going to do is I'm going to launch my missile at the guy on the left and then run a little further in, turn around, and then just start firing off. I don't know why. I guess... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking,
3: <laughs> to oh, be completely I honest. That. I don't know why. I just did
1: it. I just did it. <laughs> I guess I guess it has something to do with the fact that there's just no, no way for me to take cover as a bounty hunter. Because if I'm firing a ranged weapon. I want to take cover. But at the same time, the way the smuggler does it, as I've said on the show, I don't really like the way the smuggler does it on the show. So I, I don't know. (laughs) But in any event, like I'm thinking like, I got to take cover and I got to, you know, move around so they can, you know, miss me, which never happens. It's just, you know, you know what I think it comes from? I think it comes from playing Skyrim. I think that's where it comes from. Because if I play a ranged guy in Skyrim, I move around a lot so I can dodge their arrows and their, their spells, their ranged spells. So I think that's where the habit probably comes from. It's really neither here nor there. So anyway, this this you know massive amount of dirt like came out of me, and <laughs> <laughs> I just ran in and died like an idiot. So so that's me. I stink, um, but I'm not actually going to delete the bounty hunter because I made a a, a chiss bounty hunter, and I I want to open up the chiss at level fifty for uh, for the light side. So. I'm not going to use them again for another another challenge, but I am going to keep them. It's pretty cool.
3: At that rate, one it might be easier just to pay the million and a half credits. <laughs> it might be. Because <laughs> that's like the, the second or third class quest. <laughs> There's a lot more after that.
1: Yeah, is there? Does the game go on?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I only ever got a bounty hunter, a little four, and then I deleted him. Yeah.
1: You ran in and died.
3: <laughs> no, I had the trooper and I just wasn't in the mood for another heavy dude. But are you interested in hearing how the challenge went for me?
1: Yes, please, tell me because my I'm stinking up this this uh I'm stinking up our ship and it, it's not coming from uh, the gas from the wookiee. So so please.
3: <laughs> well, I had said earlier that I played on the PTS and originally when I remade my Sith warrior there, that was the character I was doing the challenge on. Okay. So, the only reason that I had any difficulty at all was because the PTS server lags a lot more than a live server. Like, even when you're on there, if you turn your graphics settings all the way down, your character moves choppy. I don't think that that one has the hardware that a live server does. But the only reason that I almost died was because of lag. But huh. for the most part, the Sith Warrior. You can just completely dominate that starter world. I mean, there was a couple close calls with Class Quest when I'd get down to, like, 20% life, Mm -hmm. but it was just a matter of regen.ing that. You know, like, minor spoiler, but it's not really much of one. There's another dude that's trying to get your master to take him as an apprentice, and he kind of follows you throughout the entire planet. And when I actually fought him, that was the only time that I almost died. Yeah. Everybody else was a complete pushover to that class.
1: That's that's kind of a he's kind of a tough fight. It's a lot of yeah. damage that gets thrown at you. So he's yeah. he's kind of a tough fight. Alright. So then so then that was it? You just you, you got off the planet and everything was hunky dory?
3: Yeah, well, like you, I didn't plan on del- deleting the character when I was done with it because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get through chapter one on the PTS. Yeah. And I know that's going to be horrible because of the last fight in chapter one for Sith Warrior. And I'm kind of wishing that I would have picked another class because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about you, Lou?
2: Well, I did start a Sith Juggernaut. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it didn't go so well. <laughs> didn't go so
1: well for you, huh? You, you, did you run in at level three and aggro a whole bunch of mobs and die?
2: <laughs> no, actually what happened was I wasn't paying attention. Um, I was actually looking at my map. I got up to level four. And, you know, I'm so used to playing Wait, my level characters.
1: You, you were what?
2: I was looking at my map trying to figure out, you know, where I wanted to go next. Uh-huh. And next thing you know, I'm getting, you know, things behind me respawn, and they just jump me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you were level four?
2: Yeah, by that time, it was too late.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no matter what I it did, it was, oh, I'm just going to die. Uh, <laughs> Fred,
1: you had a good challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently none of oh us can my. make it to level five without dying.
3: <laughs> this was the beginner challenge. It was supposed to be the easy one. Oh my god.
1: Where's that photo where you got that cake that says sorry you suck at everything? Where is that?
3: <laughs> oh, oh, maybe um, I need to tune back the next week's challenge.
1: You might have to a little bit. Okay. Create a character. <laughs> C-
3: create a character. Do the first class story mission and <laughs> and you completed the challenge Yay! good get through the beginning crawl
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh um, Lord I'll, I'll tell you though my challenge character after the challenge was over it was a lot less stressful to play him yeah and the whole way because I already did that story I was actually space barring for the first time ever in this game. Just because I wanted to get through the stuff quickly. Yes,
1: I noticed that for myself too.
3: Actually, um,
1: I've played the, the m- a good portion of of Huda on a Bounty Hunter before, which reminds me, I can probably actually delete this character because I do have a Bounty Hunter on on Juyo. and um, now that we're apparently going to be all on one ha- one big happy family tomorrow, <laughs> <I> could <laughs> yeah. probably pick him up again.
3: So yeah. Well, the other thing that I noticed I was doing normally on a live server, I I don't get rid of oranges ever. Like I hoard them just in case I get something that would look good with that. Yeah, of course. You know, my character has to look good at the end. At the end. That of course. But on the PTS, I find myself consistently like I'll have my orange lightsaber and then I'll do some stupid quest that gives me a green lightsaber. I'll sell that orange one and equip the green one. Because I'm just rolling like that. As soon as I get something better, I replace whatever I had and sell it. Yeah, you just... Real quick, move on. Yeah. Yeah. Because my end goal is to complete chapter one, and I don't care how I look or what I'm wiring. And I'm being super cheap. I'm not doing any of my trade skills. I picked up slicing for the first time ever in my game. Right. And I'm sitting on almost 100,000 credits at level 23. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, the, uh, the chat room, uh, uh, Captain Rifeo says he made it to level six.
3: <laughs> That's pretty good though, because for us, yeah, it's fantastic. Level, well, you're only about level eight when you're done with the starter world.
1: Yeah. Good job, captain. Good job. <laughs> All right guys, if if there's nothing else, I'd like to get into the Dark Council, which we've got a a pretty awesome topic that uh, Lou's got lined up for us. So, you guys I'm ready? You, let's do you, it. You ready? You, let's do it. Okay, Lou, are you ready?
2: Let's hit that throttle. Let's go.
1: Let's go. All right guys, saddle up. <laughs> Here comes the Dark Council. What's your this Dark Council? The Dark Dark. Day? And here we are. This is the moon of Dagoba. I don't actually know if it's a moon, but it's it's there. Um, here we are, the Dark Council. So uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna chat about stuff uh, at Dagobah Here, I don't know. Lou is is Dagoba actually? A moon? I don't think it is. No, nope, it's its own planet. It's its own planet. There you go. So if you if you look outside, there it is. Say hi to Yoda. We're hanging out in front of Dagobah. Um Fred, we Make sure we ended does
2: crash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're gonna stay up here because we don't want to go flying down there and, and have to use the force luke in order to pick up our ship from a, a muddy hole. <laughs> uh Fred, didn't we, we we made a little mistake, didn't we? Or I should say I made a little mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Sith SmackDown ended a little early, didn't it, Fred?
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that we forgot to issue a challenge. We did, we did.
1: Um, so, Fred, why don't you why not you um, grab that hydra spanner and repair my my stupidity?
3: <laughs> well, reluctantly, I'm going to go ahead and throw down this challenge with the caveat that apparently only one in three people completed last week's challenge. <laughs> And that was easy mode. (laughs) So we're going to move on to a bit more of a mediocre challenge. (laughs) Okay. And last week's challenge was named the beginner challenge. (laughs) This week's challenge is called life's tough without friends. Yeah. So here's your challenge this week, folks. You need to make a new Jedi knight or Sith warrior character. No companions. When you get one, you must dismiss them. And, or you may also put them on passive if you have that bug where they keep coming back after every quest. They okay. can't help you at all. You also can't group with any other players. And you must complete the starter world. Now, this is a bit different from last week in that you can actually wear the upgrades that you get. You're just at it by yourself. Okay. Okay. Do not buy anything on the GTN or anything like that. If you are doing this on your main server, so you can't buy anything on the GTN. No, you can't send anything from another character to this one. Okay, start an organic, brand new character. Okay, all right. So it's completely. This
1: is completely organic. You you can't buy anything on the GTN. You can't have anything sent to you from another from like your main or another character. You have to start the start up the character. Finish the first world. Whatever upgrades that you happen to get that you can use, you can use them, but you cannot use a companion. And then what else after that? You, you got to complete your starter world and then
3: you keep going or what? No, if you complete the starter world, you beat the challenge.
1: Okay. And if you happen this, to keep going, that's this okay
3: too. The point when you get sent to your fleet and that... Also implies that you've completed every other quest on your starter world except for the heroic quests. You don't need to worry about doing them because you're not grouping with other players. Okay. So people can't just like skip quests
1: and you got to complete all the quests on your starter world, no skipping. And of course, the class quests because that'll get you off the world.
3: Uh, unless it's a heroic quest, you can skip anything that's heroic. Okay. So you don't have to do the heroics? No you do every other quest, though, anything that's just a one-player quest, that's okay. your class quest, and anything else you pick up, if you die at all, the challenge is over. You lose. Okay. Are
1: we still keeping the you-must-delete-this-character thing?
3: Should we still no, keep that? No, that's, that's, that's never been a rule. That was never Maybe. a rule. No, you can use this if if you're planning on making it all. Yeah. But this week, we're being specific. Okay. So if you're planning on making a Jedi Knight or a Sith Warrior... You can keep that character when the challenge is over. Okay. But if you get to the point where you're full on character slots, you might need to start going to another server to do the challenge.
1: Okay. All right. Very good. Um, we got a special treat for you, and her name is Liz. Um, I don't know if that's a, a treat that uh, – I don't know if it's really a treat for you, but uh, Liz, hi. <laughs>
4: Hello. I'm here. Um, I'm trying to mute the live stream.
3: Okay. All right. I yeah. got gotcha. you. I guess sour patch is the treat.
1: <laughs> That's just mean. It is mean. Liz, I'm really happy that you were able to uh to come on the show for a little bit.
4: That's great. Right. Why?
1: Well, we had a discussion <laughs> earlier in the week and since it's the Dark Council, I just want to inject this real quick. And that is that is the idea of of Twi'leks, right? Right? Okay. Twi'leks have those those noodles on the top of their head, correct? noodles. Really? Yeah, yeah the little leku, Noodle? leku le Noodles. <laughs> <laughs> noodles. They're, you okay. know, those little head noodles. Are they not fleshy?
4: Uh, right? I'm sure.
1: Yeah, okay. Don't you think that's the kind of thing that if a tweelek were not to shower in a while, would accumulate cheese?
4: Well, now you add the stipulation of not showering in a while. Now, when you were making fun of me because I had a crush on some <laughs> one <laughs> of the guys in the game, um, you instantly went to uh, cheese. Who has a crush on a Twi'lek? <laughs> Shush, She's gorgeous.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, there might be
3: some cheese. There might be some cheese in the head. Yeah, I know yeah but
4: when you explain it now, it. you
3: say no shower. <laughs> but that was the sound of me vomiting into my Vader mask. What?
1: <laughs> that's, another, that's another question we should ask on a Dark Council. What happens to Vader if he has to
3: vomit? Does he have to take the mask off? Oh, there's a special tube attached for that. Gotcha.
4: All right. Oh, that's so nasty.
3: Yeah, It makes a flushing noise. So,
1: uh... <laughs> so, uh, Lou, real quick. Uh, like Cheese... Existence? Non-existence? What do you think?
2: I think it exists.
1: Fred, what do you think? Tweet like cheese. Yes or no? Yay or nay? In a
3: sense, it exists. In a sense. <laughs>
4: in a sense. What do you get in a sense?
3: Well, the greasy film that appears <laughs> on a twivix lake when they don't bathe is actually what George Lucas uses for hand sanitizer.
1: <laughs> so gross. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh-huh. All right. So Liz you're you're here with us and I'm really happy that you came on even though we're we're kind of poking at you for your for your crush on on a Twi'lek. Um
4: What? I posted his picture in the in the chat room. Click on that. Don't tell me he's gorgeous.
1: He's a good-looking Twi'lek. Of I will say of all of all the male Twi'leks that I have seen in game and and throughout the rest of the Star Wars universe spanning thousands of years. He's one of the better-looking gentlemen out there. Absolutely. And I don't you're think You folks. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think he's got he has cheese under his Twi'lek noodles.
4: Oh BS! Because you were telling me in the game the other day, you were just jealous because he was hanging out with my chick, who's <laughs> totally hotter than Luz.
3: <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> the Twi'leks in the game aren't up to canon because the Twi'leks are supposed to have pointy yellow teeth, and their nipples are on the end of their leku. Very true. Very true.
4: Wow. And I thought it would be inappropriate if I asked if they could do anything else with the nipples. <laughs> Currently, they got <laughs> nipples on them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it can be used as a flotation device. All right.
2: <laughs> well, that goes our G rating for this podcast. <laughs> there it goes. That's out the window. Clean.
3: There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: Tweet Like Cheese with Liz. <laughs>
3: This is the worst dark council ever. Ever.
1: Well let's let's not make it the worst one and let's let's uh unstinkify it. And uh Liz, if you want to hang out with us and talk about our topic, we, we have it right here. So we are uh we're hoping you stay.
4: Well, I was kinda hoping to go back and find my boyfriend again.
3: Yeah Get out of about? our call, Liz. The the <laughs> Like <laughs> Cheese Head. Maybe
4: I will. With the cheese, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> cheese tastes good on noodles. That's okay.
1: <laughs> it does. It does. And there and there you have it. Liz found the way to make it work. Good for you. Yeah, I did. How's your how's your uh how's your little girl doing? How's your smuggler by the way? Before we uh before we go throwing you out of the out of the uh and the decompression chamber and you fall on Dagobah. <laughs>
4: um level 35. Nice. So I'm trying to truck along. I didn't play much last week, but um I'm loving that. I'm starting to realize that I have my hotkeys set up not in a good way. I need to redo those, <laughs> so I'm gonna work on that.
1: Well, you have a uh, full customization there for the hockeys and also don't forget your UI is customiz customiz customizable as well.
4: <laughs> Where was I going oh, yeah. with that word? <laughs> Spending hours on it, just you know, I kind of wish they had a um, make sure this is centered button <laughs> because I'm very uh, particular about that. But yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be starting a uh, Sith something. <laughs> the one that has the companion Quinn because I want to go for that one uh, I'll be starting that tonight <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
3: yeah what? I'll tell you right now you won't have a good relationship with Quinn why oh you'll find out oh oh, oh why'd you warrior tell me Liz? that <laughs> what was that Luke because don't That's get your Sith hopes warrior.
2: up Liz hm. oh look there are options for that
3: yeah like you could just make an inquisitor and hook up with Andronicus. Andronicus. What? I don't know. I don't. Androgynous? An what? Androgynous. Andronicus. <laughs> He's an awesome gum-slinging smuggler dude.
4: Oh, that Vector guy looked pretty good too. What, what class is that?
3: Oh my god! Imperial He's agent. He's
4: a freaking
3: Ant-Man. All right, we're <gasps> moving on. <laughs> okay, thank you.
4: Okay. Thank you very I'm much, Liz. is argue with themselves. <laughs>
1: It was awesome having you on, um, but we don't—we're not too sure about your boyfriend's in-game, so we gotta move on.
4: <laughs> well, thank you for
1: having me. All Bye. Right. Take care. Stay Good night. <laughs> Whew, there she goes, crazy. Mistress LeBeau, the exploitress herself. Thanks again, Liz, for coming. You're wonderful. We adore you. Um, Lou, let's uh, let's get into this.
2: Alrighty, the Dark Council. Yeah. Well, here's our topic. Well, just a little intro for our topic. Now, recently, in the general discussion forums, a thread was started by a player who we will name RF. Protected (laughs) his or her identity. (laughs) Now, this person started started the thread and asked the forum community if they would willingly sacrifice the voiceovers in the game to allow these resources to be spent on other facets of Tor. And I have several questions. Okay. All right. The first one is what would you trade in order to see more game options? Now, the gist of this person's topic is that, as we all know, the voiceovers, they are an integral part of the game. However, they do require a lot of work, a lot of background work, in terms of, first of all, getting the voice talent, all the variations of the script, and then from there, I guess the post-processing of getting the actual video to sync up with the actor or actress's voice and so on. And all that goes into the voiceovers, especially, you know, the side quest too. So let's keep that in mind. So again, what would you like, well, You know, if you could or if you had to, absolutely had to, what would you trade in order to see those game options?
1: Okay. Um, are we handling this one question at a time? or
2: Let's, let's handle oh, it
1: our- one question at a time. I, I like it that way. Um so this, okay. this I think it'll be much more organized. Um Fred, what's what's your what's your reaction on this one? What would you trade? What would you do for a Klondike bar? Huh? Um what would you, <laughs> I had to get it out. Um what would you trade in order to see more
3: game options? Kaleo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they could have just never invested that labor and they could have added in so much more. Right. <laughs> Is that your final answer?
1: No, seriously, yes. like, what, what else, I mean, what, what else would you, what
3: would you trade? Like, they, they want to. Well, Illum, for instance, because they flat out admit that it wasn't done. So if they weren't going to have it ready for launch, they could have just reinvested that time elsewhere and just held off until they could have done it the way they envisioned it.
1: Okay. So you're, you're saying that, um, in order to get more game options to come in, you would have them not work on fleshing out Illum just yet take those manpower, those resources, and put it into those those game options and then come back
3: to Ilum. Exactly, and not just necessarily Ilum, but anything that they couldn't have finished, that they were just going to put out partially done at launch, mm-hmm. I would have said just hold off until they can have that complete and you know, put in the features that they could get done before launch. Right. But okay. as a response to the overall topic, I wouldn't want to see them sacrifice story one bit because that's why I play the game.
2: All right. Yes, that's very true.
3: Now yeah, you,
1: No, I'm sorry. I, Go ahead, Lou. Go ahead.
2: Well, just to, to contribute to Fred's point, yes, if anything, absolutely, the story cannot... This is just my opinion. The story shouldn't even be touched. All right, that should be the one thing, at least one of the things in the game that's sacrosanct. All right, because this is a great game with great stories. Yeah, some are better than others, depending on your personal tastes. All right, but in the end, you know, this is what makes the game stand out amongst all the others: Mm -hmm. the fact that each of these stories is so well written and can evoke so much emotion and so much attachment to these characters. It's like don't touch it, (laughs) you know, don't, yeah, don't fix it. There's nothing broken with the story. It's the other things within the game that players, you know, would like to see, you know, whether it's add quality of life to the game or bug fixes and so on but yeah that's one thing i definitely would not like to see touched at all don't never sacrifice the story yeah for game options keep that manpower where it is writing these great stories
1: okay um for me i would say i think a good thing to do here is do the the class quests i would say from now on have those be voiced over but all the other quests and, and Lou there's there's another a question that you have down here and I'll I'll pick this up after that question. Um but I would have that option that you're going to allude to in a little bit. I would have that right. as, as primary. Um okay, what's what do we got for number two, Lou?
2: All right, and the second question I wanted to pose is this. Now, do you think the statement of quote new content every six weeks, end quote, is going to be possible considering the amount of work with the voiceovers?
1: Okay, what do you what do you think about that, Lou?
2: Well, considering that voiceovers are again, one of their big points in the game. All right. Everyone, at least I've spoken to, or at least I've read on the forums, that they do enjoy the voiceovers. Okay. The actors and actresses bring out and they contribute so much to these characters, Mm -hmm. you know, with the various emotions or inflections. It it makes you feel more a part of uh, the story. But yes, it does. Again, going back to our previous point, it does take a lot of work. Uh, you oh, yeah. know unless they're going to maybe go halfway in terms of getting all the voice talent to do you know certain new lines every now and then but then they'll just recycle old voice content they have already, which I think they could do and still keep to the six week schedule
1: yeah I, I I see where you're coming from on that one what what about you, Fred? do you think the statement of new content new content every six weeks is gonna be possible with uh, considering the amount of work with the voiceovers?
3: Oh, definitely, because I think that they're going to come up with little tricks like they did for that last world event Mm -hmm. where they'll only voice one character and they're going to basically make the NPC talk to you and be like, oh, don't say anything because the channel isn't secure. I'm going to explain everything to you, but don't respond. Right. Or they'll just use the typical canned responses like Lou said. I mean, everybody has them. We've all heard our classes repeat the same phrase over and over again they can easily do that.
1: Oh yeah, and it's still it's still functional like we know what's happening. It's still functional though. It's still fun. It doesn't, you know, make the game any less interesting. Um I I I do. I do agree that look, I know there's there's uh there's new people out there are saying that they don't think they're going to be able to come out with new content every 6 weeks. I read what they said. Okay, new content for them every 6 weeks is going to be in the form of a world event. Or, you know, a minor game update like, uh, well, I don't want to say an operation because that's not a minor game update, but, um, an operation was something they pointed out. A new flashpoint was something they pointed out. Um, maybe, uh, maybe a, maybe a new pet, you know, maybe, maybe some new, uh, in-game gear or, uh, stuff like that. You know, I think they can push that stuff out, uh, once every six weeks, not all together, but, you know, additional like itemized. And then every six months, I think they could push out a new, a new operation every four months, you know, a new, a new flashpoint, something like that. I think they can definitely do that and still keep to this, this voiceover without, without issue at all. Without
2: exactly. And I think the biggest problem that I've seen on the forms that again, you know, people are people everywhere and everyone has different opinions. And people have different opinions as, as to what they consider new content. Yeah. All right. There are people that don't consider a new war zone content, but you know, it is, it is, it may not appeal to you if you're strictly PV, but guess what? It is content, but it's PVP content.
1: Yeah. All
2: right. It's And vice versa. You know, a new operation comes out that may not please the PVP crowd, but you know what? They, in the end, you cannot deny it. it's new content. Hey, look, Maybe it's not content geared for you, but guess what? It is content.
1: Yeah, you know, I'll tell you. You know, I'm not a PvP guy, but I'll tell you, when I do go in there on the rare occasion, I enjoy myself. So if a new war zone's coming out, I'm definitely going to get in there eventually. Right. So I mean, it's just it's cool. You know, it's something new and it's cool and try it out. It's fun. All right. Number three. Um, would you, would you, or could you go back to the text box? of quest pickups if it meant smoother, faster delivery of content for the game. I'll say this, okay? And this is what I was alluding to earlier. For new massive amounts of content where a lot of quests are coming into the game, I would be happy if they kept the class quests, the major class quests of the game that drives the story of that expansion or that content forward. That's voiced over if everything else Came up in this like really cool looking Star Warsy text box quest window where you can accept or decline the quest, kind of like what you have when you when you go to the um, the drop boxes. Exactly. I'd be cool with that. I'd be totally cool with that.
2: Yeah, I mean it happens now when you do the Black Hole Dailies on Corellia.
1: Yeah, it does, Fred. What do, no, uh, it what
2: works.
3: Do, what do you think about this, Fred? What, what's What's your opinion on that? I think if all the content shifted to that, I would actually start to lose interest because I feel more invested into my character when I actually hear him speaking to the NPCs. That's why I actually hmm. prefer the dialogue options on Bell Savis when I'm doing the dailies there because I'm actually interacting with the NPCs. I can earn affection points with my companions speaking to them. And right. I just feel like a lot's lost when I'm just picking up everything from a terminal. Right, and honestly, but- I don't even think I've read a single quest that comes from a terminal in this game. Well, I understand that's that I think all of us feel that way, but in,
1: in the event of they have to do something in order to, to increase their, their turnover rate for content, would you be, would you rather have faster turnover rate for content with less or zero voice acting, or would you have a slower turnover rate with fully voice
3: acting i would have a slower, slower turnover rate with almost fully voice acting i don't mind if they throw a terminal question here and there but i prefer the majority of it to be voice acting to keep me engaged personally okay
1: all right and and lou we're gonna we're gonna end off with you um what do you what's what's your what's your word on on uh, number three you'll, you'll get the last word on this
2: I wouldn't mind the text box at all. Uh, I'm in the same boat with Fred. I mean, I definitely love the voiceovers. Okay. I mean, if you've listening to the show while it's you know, I, I love the my female uh, Imperial Agents actress voice actress. She has a great voice. One of the best voices, in my opinion, in the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, Joe Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I could go back to, yeah, maybe cut back or maybe one or two quests you pick up on the quest chain. Yeah, they'll be from some inventive way. You know, you get a strictly up your data pad. You know, you get a message. You get that little clicking sound. You access your data pad or somehow you get a buzz from your Holo communicator, and you pick that up. Yeah. You know, exactly. Or you go to a, a Dropbox out of, you know, somewhere. If you're told to report to this Dropbox and pick up the mission. But then the majority of them, yeah, would be voice acted. Okay. Because I think, right. yeah, that does uh, give players a lot of attachment to the characters. So.
1: Oh, without a doubt without a doubt. In fact, when I when I look at um other when I'm questing with other people and they they're Jedi Knights and um I hear, you know, my character's voice coming out of their character, I I get a little uh I get a little, uh, you know, upset about that. Like that's my that's my guy,
3: you know? Like, "How dare you?" <laughs> I'm very attached
2: to Force Stasis yeah. right now. Yeah, that's my guy.
3: You, you you know what I would love to see eventually? Yeah. It, as the game gets more popular and starts bringing in more revenue with the cash shop and everything, mm-hmm. I would love to see them, even if it costs $50, put together a whole new voice pack for alternate voices for certain races or certain Ooh. classes rather. Cause I would actually pay $50 to have an alternate voice. So I don't sound like everybody else. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah, that's, good idea. that's a good <laughs> idea. Wow.
1: Fred, you need to get onto those forums and start telling these people. <laughs> that's an amazing idea. All right, um we're gonna we're gonna end off the Dark Council uh right here. We're gonna get into the Jedi Archives. Um I can't wait to hear this this lore topic that that Lou's got up. Um but first I just want to remind you, if you're wondering, gee, gee whiz guys, where'd the news for uh for this show go? Um every Wednesday, okay, please listen in on well, I say I should say we record this on Wednesdays, but it's available either Wednesday night or or after Wednesday during the week. But every week Either on or after Wednesday. Okay. We, we are going to bring you all of the latest news and information regarding Tor, as well as Star Wars, the expanded universe and, uh, and everything else, uh, regarding the forums, um, in our Hollow news, Hollow Net news. And you'll find that on the same feed you're listening to right now, Swotor Reforged. Get us on iTunes, get us on Zoom. You can get us on our website, www.swotorreforged.com. You can check out also at the bottom of that show has our game guide with tips and tricks, courtesy of Patrick, the raid leader of grievance guild soon to be on Jedi covenant. Uh, is it Jedi covenant? Is that where we're going? Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. You are going Jedi covenant. So it was, it was candorous ordo. It is now, it will now be Jedi, Jedi covenant, um, grievance guild. Those guys are, those guys are really, they're killing it. Um, Got an update from them actually. I think they said hard mode Denova is almost cleared. They're uh, they're going at that again tonight. So actually, as we speak, they're uh, they're just finishing up hard mode Denova. So good luck to uh, good luck to you guys on Grievance. Hope uh, hope you finally down that last boss. They they got the last boss um, Saturday night. They had him down to like less than one percent health, and then the whole weight the, the 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 raid was. I think they said it was wiping and then the, the last couple of healers just finally went down at the same time. And that was it for them.
0: <laughs> oh, it <laughs> sucks. sucks. <laughs> yeah, it
1: heartbreaking story. Um, but, uh, good luck grievance to you on uh hard mode Denova tonight. And again, don't forget to check us out. Um, Wednesdays, we record the show Hollandet news. We record it on Wednesdays. It is a, not a live show though. Unlike this, it's not live. So, you can check us out on Wednesdays. The Holonet News on the same feed for Swirl Tor Reforged. All of your latest news for Tor, Star Wars in general, and our game guide via Patrick the raid leader of Grievance. All right, guys, hang out with us. We're going to leave Denova. Um, we're not on Denova. De
3: <laughs> we're on Dagobah, and Dago it Bar. smells like a hot septic tank. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah everybody should totally check out hollow net episode three to hear about the new lego star wars land yeah it's it's uh it's an official thing lego star wars
1: all right we're leaving dagobah and we'll see you next in the jedi archives stay tuned
3: i think it would be wise if you took advantage of my knowledge so
1: and welcome back here we are the jedi archives we have landed here on coruscant going inside the jedi temple to access the archives maintained by the lore master himself lewis olan good sir what do we have today
2: well thank you again for that kind intro today's topic the jedi trials becoming a beacon of light and justice or in the words of Grandmaster Hilly Shan, the trials are difficult. Many try and fail. So I advise you not to be complacent. Or one of my favorite passages of all time, from Asioda, to a young, aspiring knight, why wish you to become a Jedi? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because of my father, he was like awesome and stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, great betrayer. Anyway. <laughs> so the Jedi Trials are also known as the Trials of Knighthood, the Jedi Rituals, or the Jedi Ceremonies, and these were challenges by which Jedi Padawans were given as prerequisites for achieving knighthood, and were sometimes retaken by knights to earn the rank of Jedi Master. The Trials are administered by the Jedi High Council to any Padawan they deem worthy of becoming a Jedi. All right, the Jedi Trials have always been an integral tradition with the Order, since its concession on Tython. However, before the formation of the High Council and mainstreaming of the Jedi Academy's teachings, the trials were highly informal, often administered by Padawan's master and known to be quite harsh and sometimes impossible. Alright, people have to take into account the High Council never really existed for a long time and if you've played any of the Knights of the Republic games, you realize that there are more than one Jedi Council. Like The one on Coruscant is only one of many that could exist. Alright, even though the other councils or the Jedi may take Uh, The advice and authority from the main one on Coruscant, remember there was a Jedi Council on Dantooine as well, and other places, so, just keep that in mind. Over time, the trials became formally organized into what is now its present form, the five trials. Now, these were overseen by the High Council and the current Battlemaster, and the trials were over once all the tests were completed. If the Padawan was successful in completing the series of challenges, the master would then prepare their apprentice for the knighting ceremony. And as the scheduled ceremony approached, the Padawan would spend an entire day in deep meditation within the preparation room in which was known as the Tranquility Spire, of the temple. And as the time came to ascend to the hall of knighthood, the Padawan would enter the darkened chamber, kneel before the Grand Master of the Order, and have their Padawan braid severed. By the Grand Master's Lightsaber, by the way. <laughs> just in case you're wondering about that. And should the Apprentice be unsuccessful in completing the trials, they were permitted to take them again until they passed. Alright, and just for that uh, that ceremony of the having the braid severed, if anyone has ever seen the, the first Clone Wars animated series, alright, one of those shorts actually showed... Um, I, I forgot who it was, but yeah, Anakin actually had his Padawan braid severed by one of the Masters. Now, exceptions were made, sometimes made, in the passing of the Trials, but they were often few and far between. In times of turmoil, however, the trial could be bypassed at the discretion of the High Council if the Padawan had shown great skill, courage, or dedication to the Order. And in such cases, the Apprentice was considered to have passed Trials through their various accomplishments, which again, which would negate the need for any formal testing.
3: Which, Lou, isn't that pretty much what happens in the game?
2: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, I-, I think what happens with the game, um, your character, if you're playing a Jedi Knight, is pretty much passed. Uh, or, yeah, it's supposed to be you t- take the trials. But then what you're doing when you're developing your character on Tython in the Old Republic game is that, yeah, you're pretty much bypassing the trials because, darn it, you're, you're that good. <laughs> you- you're doing those trials naturally in helping Tython.
3: That happens you know, with it- the console r
2: Yeah, as Jedi Master of Arwen can attest to. Now, the first trial, it's known as the Trial of Skill, and it's one of the oldest trials in the battle tests preferred by the Order. While the test did consist of numerous displays of lightsaber techniques, the main thing that the Battle Master looked for when judging a potential knight was their ability to avoid distraction through self-discipline. And I wish I could show the viewers one of the actual illustrations for the Trial of Skill, Is that they had a brilliant photo of, uh, or brilliant images of, uh, a knight or a Padawan taking on the, uh, those orbs. If you ever see, if you've watched New Hope, the floating orb that Luke takes on William Falcon, all right, one of the shots is actually one of the Padawans taking on several of those things at once, all right, while he's also trying to fight another knight in the ring. So, imagine that. The next trial, is called the Trial of Courage, and this was seen as appropriate to give even to those who didn't specialize in combat, because Courage was a vital quality in all Jedi. The Council could simulate a dangerous mission in the Trial's Chamber, or in most cases they would just send a student out on an actual mission out of the Temple. Again, if you've ever played KOTOR 1, all right, one of the things that the Council on Gantuin does is they, they send you out on investigation missions. To you know, undertake and see what's going on. In those dangers and that's your trial courage. The next trial is known as the trial of the flesh, and this was the most trying test given at the temple. And this usually involved the apprentice overcoming great physical pain, hardship, or loss. And the test sometimes resulted in a padawan's death or dismemberment. Throughout the history, tr- this trial was often known to involve bloodshed of some form or another. Now, a little side note: at the height, of what was known as the P.S.D.A. era, the order subjected its apprentices to bursts of energy applied directly to the skin, known as the burning. However, as time went on, for example, during what's called the Golden Age of the Jedi, the Council saw the separation of master and padawan at the end of the journey together as a significant trial, as often the relationship between the master and the padawan was often very close. Alright? This is where the the attachment. Comes into play. Right? Yeah, the mass and paddle, and yes, they became can become close, but they can never become attached. And it often was a trial of the flesh, so to speak. The next trial was known as the trial of the spirit, where apprentices had to look deep within their souls on a quest of self-discovery. Now, this test was designed to pit a potential knight against the most dangerous enemy, the darkness within themselves. Oftentimes, apprentices did not like what they saw, and it could be a highly traumatic experience. Because of this grueling self-examination, this trial was often known as facing the mirror. And because of the dangers of such deep meditation, a master was always present to help guide a student back after they'd been pushed themselves past where they least desired to go in their own thoughts. And unfortunately, the worst thing that could happen following a failed trial is awakening from this meditation, screaming and mentally broken. And essentially, you're done. <laughs> and the last trial is known as Trial of Insight. And yes, this is the last test offered as part of the Trials of Knighthood. And this was introduced because usually, to noting that while a Jedi could take down a Sith, you know, a Jedi could be undone by common thieves. So this test helped the Jedi to see what was really in front of their eyes through use of the Force. Seeing through illusion, evaluating an individual's true persona, and unveiling lies are essential to a successful mission. And so to help them with this, to complete this test, they often had to solve puzzles in the Jedi archives. All right. So there are the five trials. Hope you all enjoyed them. There's a lot more out there. Uh, a lot more information. This is just a really quick consolidation of the information that's available. Hope you all like it.
1: Yeah. Um I found this Rubik's Cube uh in the Jedi archives over here. Some Padawan was playing with it. He got really upset when I ripped it out of his hand. He's like, Oh, it's you know, my puzzle, you know, what are you doing with my trial? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Twenty minutes, guys. Anything good? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Taking the stickers off the cube. I'm beating this Rubik's Cube.
3: Yeah. It was the best lore segment we've ever had, Evarwin. Smart cat he was a
1: smart Padawan. He, he freaking solved this thing. I don't know what that means, but I don't know. I'm just gonna throw it out, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> In any event. Thanks for the blue milk,
3: Fred. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Where's if you want again? more though, you're gonna have to suck it right out of Judger's ear slot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um,
1: Emails. Uh, email this week comes from Dan. He said, hey, guys, love the show. This is my number one SWOTOR podcast. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Dan. I'd like to share a group experience from this weekend. I have a uh, pretty good gear. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I have pretty good gear for a fresh 50, and I finally decide to queue for my first hard mode. I get the Battle of Illum. Soon as I get there, the tank asks me, if this was the first time there. So I say, yes, that was the last I heard of him. It was a, in quotes, run through as fast as you can, skip the trash and space bar type of group, end quote. No problem. Majority rules. I'm okay with that, but I was totally left behind. I died once and I got the group. I died once and got the group wiped once more. So basically what he's saying is he had died once. And then as a result, the group uh, had, had wiped as, as well. Um, After that, things went okay until, for whatever reason, the tank was too good and left us. And he said, this is what gives Pugs a bad name. I'm thinking, no, jerks like you give Pugs a bad name. Eventually, we got a replacement tank and burned through the rest of the Flashpoint rather easily. After After we were done, I messaged one of the other guys and apologized for the rocky start. And he was eventually very, very cool. He was actually very, very cool. And he was also... Not happy with the tank either. Moral of the story is always tell the whole group it's your first time somewhere, or this may happen to you from Dan. Um, I, I had rather a, a strong response to this email. Um, Lou, I don't know if you read my response to Dan.
2: No, I haven't because I have my own. <laughs> right. <laughs> which I, which I probably am going to share after you. <laughs>
1: um, I told Dan, I said, look, first of all, you did nothing wrong. And there was nothing to apologize for. Okay. You, first of all, you're brand new 50. And whether that means anything or not, which it shouldn't. Okay. It was his first time inside, inside this flashpoint. He told the tank. The tank asked him, is this, is this your first time? And he told him, yes. Fine. That should be it. That's the end of it. Okay. The tank should have then told the rest of the group or should have asked in party chat. So the rest of the group anyway, was aware that this was his first time. You don't, as, and I'm, obviously I'm a tank. Okay. As a tank, you don't rush through an instance when you've got a person in there who's never been in there before. They probably like to experience the content. So you don't go space barring through all the chat, you know, options and, uh, you, you take your time, mark your targets, talk to the group. You know, this guy, he was a jerk. He really was. And, and his whole comment at the end, this is what make pugs you know, give bad name. No, that tank is what gives pugs a bad
3: name. Everyone else in the group seems fine. Fred, what do you got on this? I completely agree with you. And that's one of the reasons that I love when I play the tank is because you set the pace for the group. Yeah. I've I've been playing the tank and had people making snotty comments about, oh, can't we just spacebar and get through this? No, this is my first time in here. I'm tanking this for you and I'm going to see the content. If you don't like it, leave. Wait in the queue for another tank. Yeah. I'll, I'll get another queue in a few seconds. P- pretty much. That's pretty much how it works. Fred, uh, I'm sorry, Lou, I'll give you the,
1: uh, the last word on this.
2: Right. Uh, I'm in agreement with both of you guys. Um, to that tank who, that first take that ditched that group. Uh, no, you, you are what give pugs a bad name. Okay. The key thing with pugs is communication. Yes, you may not have mumble, vent, team speak three. That's fine. Yeah. You know what your fingers work? Use the chat box for Christ's sake and openly communicate with each other. I mean, Dan was kind enough to tell the entire group, Hey, this is my first time here. Should have given me the red flag. Say, Oh, all right. You know, maybe if I am that good of a character, that good of a guy, I'll explain everything to you. Okay. If you're there to rush, okay, this is to give that, that, that first tank maybe the benefit of the doubt. That tank should have spoke up, hey, man, I'm only here for a BH run. Okay. I want my BH comms. That's it. So it's a speed run for me. In which case, that gives the entire group the option to say, well, you know, what, then get out because we want to see the content. You know, and unfortunately, you know, some players can be, D bags like that because if they're the tank or a healer, they think they can pretty much dictate what the group does.
1: Yeah. All
2: right, and I find that that kind of behavior abhorrent. You know, this is what gives MMOs a bad name because they're D bags like that, ruining the experience for everyone else. Because one, they don't have the time or whatever. You know, what? if you don't have the time, then don't <laughs> so do usually it. Usually, they don't play. Yeah. Don't play.
3: Well, in a way, the tank does lead the group, but at the same time, you got to understand there's other people in the group. And right. as the tank, you got to communicate with your group. Uh, that's one of the first things I always do. If I'm tanking and I get in a flashpoint, That even if it's one I've done a million times, like SLS or Black Talon, I always ask the group, do you guys want to watch the scenes or do you want a space bar? If one person says watch the scenes, then we're watching the scenes.
2: Exactly. Give everybody a chance to speak up and say, I'd like to watch the scenes. I'd like to earn the social points or whatever. Yeah, really. Hey, okay?
3: I think they should add that into the LFG tool. Put a little checkbox, I want to watch the scenes. <laughs> Put a whole group together of people that do not mind watching cutscenes. Story mode, please.
1: All right. Thank you very much for your candor, gentlemen, and Dan. Thank you very much for the uh, for the email. It was definitely by far and away the uh, the one that we we decided to uh, it, for the emails that we got. This was the one that that was glaringly obvious that needed to be in the show because this is obviously a thing that happens, and uh, we don't like it. Really grinds our gears. <laughs> Great email. It was, yeah. All right, so uh, this this show of SWOTOR Reforged has been brought to you by Tweaked Audio, tweakedaudio.com, the creators of earbuds, not just earbuds, but amazing earbuds, extremely affordable, highly durable, amazing sound quality, noise-reducing technology. Awesome, awesome, awesome earbuds. I can't shout these out enough. They come in four different styles, six different colors, they have an optional microphone on these things. Okay, these are these are for your smartphone, your MP3 device, and as I said before, they're engineered for great sound clarity and durability. They start at 19.95, but if you use the code off the record, you will get 30% off. You'll also get free shipping and a lifetime warranty at tweakedaudio.com. Best thing about this is that code off the record it gets you 30% off, but it's not just 30% off for one item in the store. It's 30% off for your entire shopping cart when you go to checkout. So
3: the, you know, the more you buy, the more you save using that code. You want to hear how great they are, E. I would love Remember to hear how great they are. you I got this big box of earbuds from them recently? Mm-hmm. I had one pair that had an issue with them where a piece was missing from the earbuds. So I called them up. Yeah. They sent me two pairs for free. Are you kidding me? No. They, because I bought this big wow. box. So these
1: guys didn't even like, they didn't just like take that one back and then send you one, or just send you the part that was missing, and said like, you know, all right, have had it. Um, oh no, they sent. I'm a you...
3: recurring customer, and they recognized me. <laughs> wow, so they sent you two for free? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah,
1: I mean, guys, SweetAudio.com. That's that's where it's at. You know, you need earbuds. To uh, you know, to go jogging, you want to hear your music, you want to hear our podcasts on on your uh, your MP3 device, you know, whether it's an iPhone, an Android, or whatever whatever else you got, you know, Blackberry, dude, you got to use these things. Throw them in there; they are absolutely amazing. I'm very very hard on mine, and they they've they've held up. I've had mine since before the summer, and I've they they look brand new, like I just unboxed them yesterday.
3: Yeah, and their customer service cannot be beat.
1: No, they can't. You call them up, and obviously, I mean, I've never had an extreme example like that, even when my cat
3: chewed through mine. They, I mean, Well, they, the funny thing was it wasn't even like a major issue. It was just, you know, the earbuds have like that little screen in the part that goes in your ear. Yeah. Oh, that's why well, I, I called them up and told them, well, one of them is missing the screen on one side. And so they're like, no problem. We'll send you two new pairs. Holy cow. The other, the other one functions. It's just missing that little screen. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you want me to ship this back? Nah, save your money.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: yeah. Jeez. Wow, they're great. Man, I'm not there. saying every encounter is going to go quite like that, but you know, I bought a huge box off of them, so they really didn't question me. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, here you go. It's <laughs> amazing. On. Tweetaudio.com,
1: guys. Tweetaudio.com. Um, Epic video contest. I am proud to announce that we are able to do the epic video contest starting this week, fellas, ladies and gentlemen. The epic video hey. contest. Uh, go in there, record using whatever you can to record. Whether it's PvP or that operation, or you're just downing mobs. I don't care. If you're in there and you're doing you're doing some crazy Star Fox stuff on your on your uh, your class ship. And you're shooting uh, whatever out of the out of the universe and it's awesome, I wanna see it. Send us your epic video con your epic video email. <laughs> Send us your epic video in an email, toss it into Swotorreforged at gmail.com. And what we're gonna do is next week, next Monday, the twenty-fourth, um, Lou and Fred and I are gonna sit down, we're gonna go through all the various videos. And not only are we going to feature the winner and the runner up on our website, but the winner is going to get a 60 day game time time card for Tour Just like our epic screenshot contest, this is it in video. So for those of you out there who were really into the screenshot contest, but you were hoping for a little video instead, this, this is the contest for you. So let's see them guys. Your epic video. Elder Scrolls. Uh,
3: Elder Scrolls.
0: <laughs>
3: <Elder> Scrolls. <laughs> Swotorreforged at gmail.com. Thanks, Fred. Thank you. And right. the runner-up will receive a lock of Dave's back hair. Gross. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and a um, cup of Ungan blue milk. <laughs> Fred, let's, uh, let's do the iTunes shout-outs. For those of you okay. out there who gave us a five-star review, here is your shout-out from
3: america they're making it easy on me zach d patrick e and from germany Von sipped riafio i think that's captain
2: think captain it fred it doesn't say captain <laughs> it says sip that's the abbreviation never mind
1: <laughs> oh, never mind And QGN News, we just want to remind you of all of the shows that we have on our wonderful network for the Quest Gaming Network. Minecraft, off the record, records Sunday at 7 p.m. Planetside, off the record, now records Thursdays at 3 p.m. Elder Scrolls, off the record, Thursday nights at 7. Diablo, off the record, Saturdays at 7. The SWOTOR Reforged Holonet News records Wednesday, but it's not live. So look for it either Wednesday night or Thursday morning. We, we try and have it out for you Thursday morning. And the Community Cast records every other Friday night at 8 p.m. Now, we had one this week, right, Fred? And uh, it was, who was on? It was Dave and whom? So Dave
3: Adams and Vector Parcel.
1: And Vector, okay. So Dave and Vector are hanging out with, uh, with Fred and Keth on the 14th. That is now on the, the, uh, main feed, which you can access. You can get our main feed at iTunes, Zoom, and our website, which is questgamingnetwork.com. You'll find it right there. The next one is going to be scheduled for the 28th, September 28th. So check that show out. Fred's doing some amazing things. Um,
3: Fred, well, cat, it, cat as well. Cat's there too.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, Fred, what else? Is there anything else I need to mention regarding, regarding some of this? Uh,
3: no, we do have a contest going on with the community cast though, where you can actually win yourself a pair of tweaked audio earbuds. So tune into that to find out how you can get a free pair. Sweet. Very cool. Very, very cool. I like that. And our final thoughts.
1: Oh, just uh, all the times that we stated above are Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, final thoughts, guys. Lou, go ahead, please.
2: Hey, tomorrow we're moving. Moving on up. Moving on up. Moving <laughs> to on To the on east up. side. Or Jedi Covenant side. <laughs> <laughs> to the JC, JC side. <laughs> Can't wait. I hope it all goes smoothly. Eight hours at... See, my fingers are shaking already. It's going to be Tor with Troll. Tor with (laughs) Troll. That's all I'm saying.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And Fred, your final thought. Well, there goes the neighborhood. (laughs) And also, next week, it's Lou's turn to milk the Gungan.
1: Well, you do such a good job of milking the Gungan. I mean, this is some high quality blue milk. I think Amperu is going to be really,
3: really jealous. You remember Mm. the last host you made Milk the Gungan? He quit the show to move a couch. You leave leave uh, Rob alone. Poor guy's here to defend himself. <laughs> he's, not, he's not even here. God, he wouldn't be allowed to defend himself if he was. Oh, stop it! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ah, oh, here comes the Jedi librarian. Now we're gonna get kicked out of the archives. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, how to reach us? Our website is swotoreforged.com. S W T O R R E F O R G E D. Swotoreforged.com. Our portal site is questgamingnetwork.com. The forums is questgamingcommunity.com. And you can email us at swotoreforged at gmail.com. If Twitter's your thing, we have Twitter accounts. You can tweet at swotor reforged to reach the show s-w-t-o-r-r-e-f-o-r-g-e-d at swotor reforged I am Evarwin you can tweet twitter or tweet me at Evarwin e-v-a-r-w-y-n Lou <laughs> is at gamerguy11b you can tweet or tweeter him at g-a-m-e-r-g-u-y 1-1-b at gamerguy11b and Fred is at SithLordCore. Tweet me. Ah, ah, ah. Corv is spelled K-O-R-V. Corv.
3: (laughs) Good. Despite that voice, I do not actually have to register with the county when I move. I don't know what you're saying about that voice. (laughs) We also have a Facebook presence. So head on over to our West our website swotorreforged.com and click the like button you want to access our facebook account don't you silence (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: that
3: hurts (laughs) (laughs) oh I knew it was that guy from dungeon quest all along (laughs) yeah yeah
1: we have a facebook account guys come check us out on facebook Spoilatory Forge is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle-Earth Network.
3: Good night, everyone. May the dark side be with you.
2: Take care, everyone. Glad you were all here. See you all again next week.
3: That's
1: right. Take care, everyone. Be safe, and may the Force be with you.
0: Remember, the Force will be with you always.
2: Thing you can do I can do better I can play anything better than you no you can't yes I can no you can't yes I can you can name that musical you're really the classical leader
3: <laughs> and my life is ruined starting now we <laughs> to <laughs> the TARDIS <laughs> hey.
0: Marty Marty
2: it's our flux capacitor <laughs> We can't go back to the future. What? what 28 gigawatts? Of what was I thinking? <laughs>
0: hey! I'm a double Oh,
3: I don't do that. <laughs> hey! If I gotta eat somebody, <laughs> it might as well be
1: you. Fred, you frighten me. All the time. <laughs> That's
2: good, yeah. embrace that fear. Typical answer from Sith Lord Corv. How fitting. How act. Embrace <laughs> <laughs> that fear. Feet I hate
1: flowing in you. Would
0: strike me down. Embrace your fear and turn it on those genies. <laughs> <Jedi>. hey <laughs>
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to another awesome episode of SWOTOR Reforged. I am your host, Jedi Master E. Varwin. Today's record date is Monday, September 17th. And I am joined by the one and only, the number two on this... Mil- uh, awful. It's terribly
2: awful. On this bloody Hawk, or Evan Falcon. no! <laughs>
3: Make it so. Make it
1: show. So uh we're a bunch of sexy bastards on this show, aren't we guys?
2: No, we're getting there. The fake. The fake. The
1: fake. Phenomenal guy. Phenomenal guys job. Job, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jedi Dyslexia. <laughs>